Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary Podcast, the one with the guy reading the stuff to you. You are the reason I am here, although I guess if you weren't listening, I'd probably still be doing it. But, you know, you are here, and there's more of you, it seems like, every day. So thank you for all you new people joining me. Uh, you probably haven't heard me say this, or maybe you have, but go back to the beginning. If you're starting in the middle, that's dumb. Go start at the beginning. A1 is the first episode. Oh, I recently got a message from somebody on Instagram saying, uh, my friend and I love your podcast. Uh, So thank you for that direct message. That was really um, awesome to hear and out of the blue. And I don't think I've really gotten maybe one or two before. But no, I mean, this one is really jumping out at me. So I really appreciate that. You know who you are. Uh, If you want me to say your Instagram handle, I can, although I think your account was private, so maybe you don't. I won't. Anyway, that was awesome. Let's talk about some words. The first word is barracoon. B-A-R-R-A-C-O-O-N. This is a noun from 1848. An enclosure or barracks formerly used for temporary confinement of slaves or convicts, often used in plural. So this is Spanish, uh, uh, from the Spanish word barracón which is an augmented version of baraka, which means hut, uh, which is from Catalonia. I think we actually had a similar etymology previously. Okay, what's next? Next we have barracuta. This is maybe not the barracuta you are thinking of. This is B-A-R-R-A-C-O-U-T-A. This is a noun from 1770, although it is the barracuta you're thinking about, just spelled differently. Uh, A large, elongate, marine, bony fish used for food and caught commercially in the waters off New Zealand and southern Australia. This is modified of American Spanish barracuda, C-U-D-A. The scientific name for this bony fish is Theristes atun of the family Gempelidae. Uh, Now we have barracuda with a C-U-D-A at the end. It is a noun from 17, no, 1678. One, any of a genus of elongate, predaceous, often large, bony fishes of warm seas that includes food and sport fishes, as well as some forms frequently causing ciguatera poisoning. Ciguatera poisoning. I think that's how it's pronounced. C-I-G-U-A-T-E-R-A. So similar to the previous word, but a little bit different. Uh, the scientific name is, uh, how do you pronounce this? Svirina, Svirina, eh, of the family Svirinidae. So number, now we have the number two definition. One that uses aggressive, selfish, and sometimes unethical methods to obtain a goal, especially in business. Barracuda. This is an American Spanish word. Now we have barrage. B-A-R-R-A-G-E. This is the first form of this spelling, but the other spellings are pronounced a little bit differently. Uh, This is a noun from 1845. A dam placed in a watercourse to increase the depth of water or to divert it into a channel for navigation or irrigation. Yep. Now we have the word barrage. Spelled the same way, it's the second form. It's a noun from 1916. One, artillery fire laid on a line close to friendly troops to screen and protect them. Number two, a vigorous or rapid outpouring uh, or 
projection of many things at once, as in a barrage of protests. Uh, this is from f the French word tir de barrage, which is barrier fire. Now we have the third form of barrage. It is a transitive verb from 1918, and it means to deliver a barrage against. Now we have barrage balloon. It is a noun from circa 1920. A small captive balloon used to support wires or nets as protection against air attacks. Excuse me, I had a burp. Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, in that message I got from Instagram, they said, we love your podcast, thank you, and uh, we think you should keep in your burps. I think they said they were on episode A224, maybe? And uh, so I think back then was at least one of the times where I said, should I keep in my burps? Should I not keep in my burps? I think I cut them all out in the A's, but in the B's, so you who sent me the message, in the B's, you will start hearing some burps. Uh, you already have started hearing some burps, actually. But if you decide to become a patron, a patron of the Patreon, you can hear a lot more burps because that is coming as an exclusive episode. All the burps I cut out. All right, now we have Barramundi, B-A-R-R-A-M-U-N-D-I. This is a noun from 1864. A catadromous bony fish with a greenish bronze back and silvery sides that is found from the Persian Gulf to southern China and Australia and is valued as a sport and food fish. The scientific name is uh, probably Lattes calcarifer. Sure, of the family Centropomidae. This is probably from an Australian Aboriginal language of Queen, Queensland. Barramundi, that's the word, or Barramundi. Uh, cool that one of their Aboriginal words has gotten into the English dictionary. Now we have Barranca. B-A-R-R-A-N-C-A. -R -R also could be baran Barranco with an O. Uh, this is a noun from 1648. One, a deep gully or arroyo with steep sides. Number two, a steep bank or bluff. This is a Spanish word. Now we have barater, B-A-R-R-A-T-O-R or A-T-E-R. This is a noun from the 15th century. One who engages in baratry, which, funny enough, is our next word. It is a noun from the 15th century. One, the purchase or sale of office or preferment in church or state. Number two, an unlawful act or fraudulent breach of duty by a master of a ship or by the mariners to the injury of the owner of the ship or cargo. Number three, the persistent incitement of litigation. This is uh, Middle English, and then in parentheses it says Scottish. Baratry from the Anglo-French baratry literally means deception. From Old French baratere, which means to be active or do business or cause strife or deceive. Lots of possibilities. Uh, perhaps from the vulgar Latin pratare, which is from the Greek pratin or prasin, which means to do. And there's more at the word practical. It's a very long etymology. Now we have bar body. Two words. Bar is spelled capital B-A-R-R. -R. It is a noun from 1961. 
a densely staining inactivated condensed X chromosome that is present in each somatic cell of most female mammals and is used as a test of genetic femaleness, as in a fetus, called also sex chromatin. So this is from Murray Llewellyn Barr, who died in 1995, and he was a Canadian anatomist. That's how you say that word. Anatomist. Why was it so hard to say the word anatomist? It's because I didn't know where the emphasis was, and I wanted to say anatomist or something. Okay, next is bar, B-A-R-R-E. It is a noun from 1936, and we have the 1C definition for the word bar, which, should we go back and look at that? We've already read it, and it's only a couple of pages away. 1C. A usually rigid piece as of wood or metal, longer than it is wide, that is used as a handle or support, especially a handrail used by ballet dancers to maintain balance while exercising. Oh yeah, it's fancy. B-A-R-R-E. It is French from Middle Latin bara. Now we have the word bard, B-A-R-R-E-D. It is an adjective from the 14th century, marked by or divided off by bars, especially having alternate bands in different color, or of different color, if I could speak correctly, as in a barred feather. Last word for this episode is barred owl, B-A-R-R-E-D. Next word, owl. And this is funny because... I think the last word from just a few episodes ago, if I could find it, was another owl, wasn't it? Barn owl? Yeah, I think yeah, barn owl was the last word. Anyway, I'm just putting things together in my brain that don't need to be put together. This is a noun from 1811, a large North American owl with brown eyes and bars of dark brown on the breast. And the scientific name is Strix varia. It's kind of a cool word, or two words, actually. So what is the word of the episode? Um, That was kind of cool, and that was kind of cool. Hmm, what do we want to pick? Well, we will pick barracuda as the word of the episode, but we're going to do the... um, the modified um, from American Spanish, the one with the C-O-U-T-A, Barracuta. That is the word of the episode, and thank you very much for listening. Oh, and uh, I'm done with the words, so you can turn me off if you want, but you can leave me on if you want to hear a little bit more about what's going on in my life. So tonight, the March 7th, there is a very large national trivia contest. It's called Geek Bowl. I think this might be, yeah, Geek Bowl 2020? Well, that's the year, but I don't know if they're numbering it by that way. Anyway, it's a very big event, and uh, the musical guest, they have to have, like, musical interludes, I guess. I've never been to one of these. Um, I've actually never played trivia at all at, like, a bar or anything. Uh, But the musical guest, because they are in town, are They Might Be Giants. Uh, So I got a group of people to go with me, and uh, we are going to have a very good time. I'm recording this a week before that, so I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, but I'm really excited. I really don't care if we win, um, although there is money on the line. Um, I just want to have fun and listen to the music and hang out with my friends. And, uh, you know, that's it. So uh, if any of you are going to be at that game, uh, cool. Say hi. All right. That is all I have to say. Thank you. Oh, and I forgot to mention yesterday, this is page 100. We're on page 100 out of I don't even know how many hundred. 
so that's cool. Maybe, like I said before, maybe I'll do something for the end of this page, which is two episodes from now. That's all I can think of right now. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.